Hi there and welcome to Single Minded Endeavours. Musings on life beyond coupledom while I'm out walking my dog. Come walk with me. It's a Thursday afternoon, the sun is out and I'm walking around our village. Today I'm thinking about the things that define us. So the very nature of this whole podcast is that I'm calling myself someone beyond coupledom and I am aware of the irony of that based on what I'm going to talk about. What I want to talk about today are the things that define us and how we define ourselves. So around 10 years ago I heard a man speak who was a survivor of abuse and he started his talk by saying that he was a survivor of abuse and he told a story of how he had been abused by his own father that had been shameful for him and difficult of course and as an older man his father had become ill and his father had had a heart attack or a stroke I, I don't remember the details now and had called his son at a time of distress to come and help him. He had fallen over or something. And when the father arrived, the boy arrived at the house, the father was in the throes of dying and the guy had to make a decision, a very quick decision about whether or not he would save his father's life. So he had minutes, seconds to decide, did he make a call to 111 and save the man's life or did he let him die and he talked about how he had this moment of wanting to let his father die because he was this man who had been frankly a terrible father abusing his own child and in that moment he made the decision that his father should live and he made the call administered whatever medication was required in the moment and the father lived and at that time he decided that he no longer wanted to be defined by the experiences of his childhood he no longer wanted to refer to himself as an abuse survivor he just wanted to be him and while the actions or what had happened to him as a young person absolutely contributed to the person he was now he didn't want it to be who he was now so if I apply that to my own life at the time I found that a really really um, confronting thing to hear because I was at that time quite newly separated maybe a year not even and I was struggling with this idea of what defined me was I a single person a single parent solo mother Um, absolutely being a parent defined me because I had two preschoolers certainly being a single person defined me to an extent because that's what I was Um, I had experiences in my own life that 
um, probably if you'd asked me then I would have said defined me I was it's a horrible expression now that probably wouldn't be used but I was the product of a broken home because my parents had separated when I was a young child as well I was a failed career person because I had had a promising career that I had given up to have children happily but I had still given up my career to have children so I was defined by all these things I had all these labels that sat around me and there'd been a couple of things that had happened to me as a young person that also had defined me and that I didn't share publicly but that I didn't that still contributed to who I was so this was a very pivotal moment for me considering about what I was I a product of my experiences and if so how did that define me about 10 days ago one of my daughter's friends tragically took her own life and that girl what little I know of her she defined herself by the experiences of her life too they became the things that she used to introduce herself and um, some were good and some were bad but I think in the instance of negative experiences it's really easy to define yourself by those negative experiences and not the positive ones or to not see some of the negative experiences as positive which is not to say that an experience of abuse is positive because it simply isn't and no in no way is that positive however the what you do with that what you do with that is what can be the difference between a fulfilling and happy life and perhaps one that is dogged by sadness and pain so the last part of this story is pretty personal so about three months ago a little more a little bit before lockdown which seems to be how we define our lives at the moment I made a decision that I had a bunch of things in my life that I needed to deal with um, and part of the reason for that is that one of the labels that hung around me was that I was an insomniac and that too had begun begun to define me I'm Susan and I don't sleep so it is true that I am a terrible sleeper was a terrible sleeper Uh, it was rare for me to have a good night's sleep I probably was about 12 or 13 when I became aware that I didn't sleep well and uh, probably twice a year since then so for the last 37 years about twice a year I get a full night's sleep and the rest of that time I wake on average every 40 minutes so seriously sleeplessness did define me Uh, I had a I've had a headache since I was about 14 which is probably through lack of sleep Um, I've probably aged a bit because of lack of sleep and it's kind of become my thing that you know I go away on holiday I never share a room with anyone because I'm tossing and turning or prowling and so forth really really wanted to deal with that once and for all and I knew that the sleeplessness you know being a physiological thing 
probably related or could be related to um, things that I needed to deal with in my own life, perhaps my brain was full or what have you. So I took myself off to a psychologist uh, to unpack a bunch of things from my life with a clear outcome, two clear outcomes. One, I wanted to lower my anxiety levels in general and secondly, I wanted to get my sleep issues under control. So that's been a really interesting journey. I'm nearly at the end. I've got one session left with my wonderful psychologist and I've unpacked a bunch of things. Um, I've learned a whole lot of new tools about how to deal with uh, stress and um, a thing called choice points. So that relates to liminal space that I'll probably talk about in my next session, next podcast. But what I find now, um, I'm in a quite a strict sleep program. So when I go to bed and when I wake up is quite regulated. And it's about retraining my brain to know when it's sleep time and when it's wake time. So the reason I share that is because that had become such a big part of my life, it defined me, even more than some of the problematic work problems I'd had, perhaps even more so than the I am a single person or I am a solo parent. I am an insomniac. I don't sleep well. It was part of who I am. So I'm, I understand the importance of labels to understand who you are as a person. I believe that you do need to um, be the sum of all those things. But the one thing that I'm really committed to is that I don't want to be defined by the negative experiences in my life um, or the less than positive attributes that I carry, such as being sleepless. So I probably need to reframe that and call myself wakeful (laughs) rather than sleepless. But I think we all do it. It's so much easier to describe yourself as someone who has anxiety or someone who is sleepless or someone who is uh, hyperactive or lost or too busy. That's a good one. And not to define ourselves with labels that are positive and are about the things we do that make our lives better. So I am a dancer. I am a writer. I am a dog owner. I am a traveller or whatever your passion is. We don't tend to describe ourselves by our passions. In fact, my experience um, of positive labelling is probably only in two places. One is on your CV, when it's all about selling how amazing you are to a prospective employer. And the other is on a dating website, where, again, you are telling the world or the world that is looking what an awesome catch you are and pithy phrases and positive adjectives are vital in order to get a tell me more or show me more from somebody. It does strike me as kind of sad that we don't do more of that self-love stuff and positive affirmation uh, generally to ourselves or to others and I guess that's part of the whole you know Paul tall poppy thing that happens where it's not seen as cool for self-promotion but my challenge to me and maybe to anyone that's listening is to ask you to think about how do you define yourself are you defined by bad experiences in your life or difficult experiences 
Or do you define yourself by who you are now and who you want to be? And for me, that's a work in progress. But I too know that I no longer want to be defined by the negative things that have happened in my life.